Hello, hello, hi. This is Tom Quee here with Alpha Metallica for the first episode of the show in, Christ, a really long time. Oh my God. It has been like, I mean, we're coming up to 18 months, coming up to a year and a half. On March 1st, 2021, I'm recording this on the 30th of June, 2022. On March 1st, 2021, that was the last episode that I did with Jersey, the great Jersey from New York, ironically, about Metallica and wordplay. Jersey being like a wordplay pun champ, oh Henry champ, great guy. So yeah, it's been a hell of a long time. I hope you're well. And the reason I'm doing this, you may have seen the title already, is because I just wanted to do a little bit of a quick recap, really. Very meta recap. But I actually met our Metallica friends, Clint and Ethan. I met them in the flesh in Manchester about a week ago. And yeah, I just wanted to kind of tell you guys about it, really, and check in as well. And maybe catch you on a little bit of Metallica news and stuff like that. Because I've got to be honest, this band aren't really in my life anymore. Like, obviously, I still love them and I still listen to them, but it's not the day-to-day, you know, week-to-week recording and researching and note-taking and stuff like that. And, you know, really, I've sort of taken a break from the music, mostly. Like, obviously, stuff still comes up and I'll still put an album on from now and then. But, you know, yeah, they just aren't really in the ecosphere at the moment. I mean, you know, kind of, I guess, (laughs) you know, where I'm at musically at the moment, I'm in a big yacht rock sort of phase for myself. Um, You know, I've been listening to a lot of bands like uh, the Pastels, if anyone knows of them, sort of Scottish shoegaze, late 80s band, unbelievable band, stuff like that. But um, but yeah, you don't care about that. You care about Clint and Ethan, and uh, I don't blame you. I do as well. And it was truly a merging of two worlds. It was quite unbelievable. So obviously, you know who the guys are. Metal at your podcast, musicians extraordinaire, you know, studio guys, touring guys, excellent podcasters, great hangs, you know, they they live up to it in the flesh, I will say. But I've been on their show, they've been on my show, we've kind of been in each other's orbits really since the beginning, because as I mentioned at the start of Alpha Metallica, like if you go back and listen to the early episodes, like I was under the impression that I was the only Metallica podcast in the world, and I thought it was that way really at that point. There might have been like maybe, I don't know, there was like one or two around that never really got going or didn't really kind of continue, so I thought I was the only one, but, um, you know, through some dearth of SEO knowledge, I never came upon these guys, and it was only a few episodes in, and I realised they were a few episodes ahead of me, so that being Met Like Your Podcast, of course, and then I reached out to them, I mean, if you listen to the last time I was on the show with Clint, where we went through Bastardane, which is um, James's son, is it Caster, on drums, that kind of three-piece kind of doom metal groove idea, um, if you listen to that episode, Clint actually reads out the first email that I sent them, and our little correspondence there, so, you know, we became fast friends, really, um, obviously we have Metallica in common, but we just kind of, you know, we're both kind of culture freaks and stuff like that, and kind of goofy and whatever, and, and, and I don't know, you know, we, how can you not get on with Clint and Ethan, anyway? Anyway, but, um, you know, we got a buzz of each other and they would come on the show and I would go on their show and, oh man, I should have located the exact episodes, but I know that like Better Than You, I think Clint came on for that one maybe, or certainly some Reload early on. And then, you know, I've had Ethan on a few times as well. And then we had both of the guys on for Enter Sandman and I've been on Metal Your Podcast quite a few times also. And Clint's even been on my pun podcast. I mean, I mentioned Jersey before. So Clint's been on that show as well. So if you want to hear Clint on a wordplay podcast with no Metallica mentioned at all, with just me and him riffing over a few of my friends, definitely check that out. That's pun it as well. So yeah, we've always got on, you know, there's always been a mutual admiration. I'm a huge fan of their show and you know dare I say they're a huge fan of mine as well you know I know they are and um I you know I always wanted to meet them of course of course it'd be great to meet them but inevitably 
this pandemic happened in the middle of things because they were touring quite often and you know they've been overseas many many times been to England many many times so you know it was going to be an inevitability but you know then the pandemic happened now if I recall just talk about it now I'm pretty sure there was a time maybe in 2018 when Ethan was over for some reason maybe with Kings or with someone else you know um so but I don't think I headed down or I remember there was something going on and I got tagged in it and for some reason I couldn't make it I can't remember what was happening there but anyway you know I always in the back of my head it was always like oh, I gotta actually fucking meet these guys I gotta fucking give Clint and Ethan a hug you know what I mean I need I need to know what Ethan smells like you know so uh so yeah this was going on and on and we had the break as I said and then these guys have now, you know, I'm not quite sure what the full story is then with Morgan, with them and Morgan Wade, but um, they've been touring with her and Clint basically reached out to me. This would have been a couple of months ago, maybe February, March sometime, letting me know that Morgan was doing a UK tour, you know, and that she was playing a few dates around. She wasn't playing Birmingham, unfortunately. I mean, a lot of people do tend to play Birmingham, which is my local city, but she was playing Manchester and it was on a Friday. It was last Friday. So that to me was just like bang on perfect, really. I think there might have been a London date. No, there was a London date. She played the garage as well on like the Tuesday in the week or something like that. But um, but yeah, it was set. So he just reached out and let me know that she was playing then. And I was like, you know, dude, of course I'm down. Grab me a ticket, grab me an extra one. You know, it was at the Academy. It was actually the Academy free. So we do a lot of this in the UK for our overseas listeners. Like we'll have a venue like the Birmingham Academy or whatever, but there'll be like three of them and they'll all be close together. Maybe they'll be in the same building. Maybe they'll be next to each other, but they'll all be sort of like, you know, kind of like a babushka, you know, they're kind of inside each other, these Russian dolls sort of in these tinier, tinier venues. So, um, so yeah, Clint let me know that. And then I just let it build, really. It was just building up to this point, you know, really, really looking forward to it. And I must say as well, like, I'm sure a lot of you guys listen to this, you know, and who listen to Metal Your Podcast and all that sort of stuff. I'm sure you guys probably know who Morgan Wade was. I was a little bit naive, I have to say. Um, but I was listening to her music to the rump and I now became a huge fan. And God, I'm so happy for Clint and Ethan. Like, because she's massive or she's getting massive you know what I mean it's not like they're supporting someone that's kind of like oh yeah some over the hill run they're like Ronnie Hawks you know they're like the band you know whatever it's no it's not like that at all it's like she's kind of on the come up come up you know millions of streams on Spotify um I think Rolling Stone gave her like best country album of the year last year and stuff like that giant tours you know people in their DMs massive stars sort of thing and that's what I witnessed. I mean, I'll get to the gig in a second, but that is really what I witnessed when I was there as well. Like, you know, she was beloved. She was an absolute smash hit. So anyway, it gets to the day. And, um, you know, I originally was going to go with a good friend of mine from primary school that I rarely see who lives in Manchester. And we always check in every now and then, a guy called Tom as well. But um, as it came about, I took my girlfriend, I took my beloved girlfriend along with me anyway, because I was like, I kind of want Kellen even to meet, you know, my girlfriend and whatever like that. So, um, so yeah, finished work, uh, met her on the train in Birmingham. I work in central Birmingham, so I just got on at New Street. We got the train down to Manchester. I mean, you don't really care about all this bit, but we got the train down to Manchester, blah, blah, blah. Hotel and all that. We stayed at the Britannia Hotel, which anyone knows in Manchester is a an odd establishment. It feels very much like MGM's Tower of Terror, you know, word to Rod Serling and stuff like that. Very tired kind of decor. I'm pretty sure there's been several murders maybe in the last week there, but still it was fairly cheap. It was fairly central. So we just sort of got on with it. And yet we made our way down to the academy. 
and it was only going to the academy because I, I lived in Manchester for a year, about six, seven years ago, and went to like one or two gigs there. But I didn't really have it in my mind's eye exactly what it looked like. So when we got down there, it was kicking off loads of memories for me. You know, two in particular. One, I'd been with my dad to see Bare Naked Ladies at the um, at the main academy, not the Academy Free there. Who I actually saw like a couple of months ago. So I've seen them like four or five times. I'm quite a big Bare Naked fan, to be honest with you. I think they're a really good band. Um, so yeah, I've been there, and then. I remember getting a drink outside opposite the academy. This was many years ago. It's like 2014 or something. And there was a huge queue outside the academy. Like nothing I'd ever seen before. Like it was sprawling. It was like opening night of Phantom Menace or some bullshit, you know. And uh, we, I remember I was asking at the time, me and my friend just asking who it was. And it was Prince. Prince was doing like a random drop-in Manchester gig. And Prince, by the way, who... Weird to think now, but when I was doing Alf Metallica, I wasn't, I didn't really know much about Prince. Prince wasn't really an entity to me. I didn't dislike him, but whatever. But now I'm like a full-blown Prince freak. Like, I'm obsessed with Prince. Like, I would love to do a fucking Prince podcast, but there's quite a few of those already out there. Um, but yeah, if anyone knows the song Hot Thing off Sign of the Times, that's my fucking jam. <laughs> like, but yeah, no, Prince is exceptional. So anyway, speaking of great mus- musicians, Clem and Ethan. So we go to the venue, um, you know, me and Clint are sort of texting or whatever, and then we actually go to McDonald's, uh, myself and my girlfriend, just to get a quick bite beforehand, we're going to get a beer, but whatever. Clint texts me, says we're outside in the patio, and unfortunately, because I, I was under the impression that we were just going to go out all night, you know, the four of us in Manchester, maybe bring the crew along or whatever, a roadie or two, but no, that didn't happen, so, because they basically, this was the Friday, and on the Sunday, they were playing... Um, I guess it's called British Summertime now. It used to be called Hard Rock Calling. It's a giant festival they do in the summer over like a weekend or two in London where they normally get like a huge foreign act. Kind of who's in the kind of more classic rock bent kind of thing over here. And, um, you know, it's a very sort of elaborate Hyde Park, Gold Circle type thing. And basically what it was, Eagles... Eagles were actually headlining them, which is incredible. Uh, and it was Robert Plant and Alison Krauss were sort of main support. And then Morgan was like fourth or fifth down the bill, which is still insane. You know, it's a huge bill in and of itself. So that's absolutely mad. And like, she was perfect for that. I'd actually been there to the Hard Rock Calling maybe 2017, I want to say. I saw Tom Petty with my dad there with Stevie Nicks' main support. Love Tom Petty, big Tom Petty fan. It was quite sad, really, because in retrospect, I think he passed away like a month or two later. And he did look, with all due respect, like he looked half dead on that stage. Like he looked really sluggish and, you know, it looked like he was going to back down. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah, so they were there. So unfortunately, they couldn't stay too long on the Friday afterwards. So we realised we didn't have too much time. So we hightailed it over there, got our ticket, got into the venue. I was like nervous for some reason. I was saying to my girlfriend, I was like, why am I nervous? Like, I don't know. It was just kind of like it was an excited energy more than anything. I wasn't thinking, oh, God, what if Ethan's like like a tyrant or so? Like, it was just like, no, this is going to be great. Like, I'm looking forward to it. So anyway. Got in there, got to the bar, the patio was sort of down the stairs, um, and I could see them from afar. I could see Clint and Ethan at a table, sitting with another dude, like a rocker-looking dude, who I'll get on to, great guy. And uh, and yeah, there they were. So my girlfriend, who was a little bit busy at the bar, so she grabbed the beers, I went down, said hello, we hugged, we embraced, like... It was quite a surreal thing, actually, it was a lovely moment, because it really was a sense, like, I'm not saying that, like... I consider Clint and Ethan like close friends of mine or whatever like that. But it's like we have quite a unique relationship, really, where we've been podcasting together. You know, we've done hours and hours of stuff together. And again, not regularly, maybe like once or twice a year for a couple of years, something like that. But definitely 
anyone who listens to Alpha Talica know who knows who they are. And, and likewise, well, I'd like to think quite a bit of Melody Podcast know who I am, or you know, to a certain extent, or whatever the British guy who comes on and hates Reload or whatnot. So, you know, there was that energy there. There was, there was that kind of anticipation. And it was just, obviously, it was so great to sit down and chat and just grab some beers and, like, go on their Instagram and go on my Twitter as well. I need to upload. I've got some more footage as well that I took, but I'll get to that in the concert. But, um, yeah, so we took a few photos and all like that, and we were just chatting about you know, whatever and wherever, like, you know, we're talking about movies and stuff like that, and Weezer was coming up, and not really any Metallica, per se, like, one of the things I did say to Clint early on was, I was a little bit worried, because when I heard that he was touring Morgan Wade, I thought it was Morgan Wallen, who, I think our overseas listeners might not be aware of, but he's a giant star in America, this fucking buffoon, who, you know, made some terrible slurs on camera, I think his album sold even better. I mean, of course it fucking did. You know, this mullet-haired sort of, you know, whatever. So, but no, it wasn't him. <laughs> you know, it was uh, it was Morgan Wade. So, yeah, we were all just chatting and stuff. And as I said before, there was a guy called Josh, Josh there who's probably listened to this. I know he's a big Metal Your Podcast fan as well. And he was, like, sort of fanboying out that they were there. And I think I, I don't want to say he was fanboying over me, but he knew who I was. And I think he was like, oh, I didn't know you were going to be here. Sort of thing. And, he, and, you know, I think he listened to Alpha Talica, but it's more like he'd listen to the episodes that I've been on or, what, you know, whatever like that. But, you know, I mentioned it to say, not a big-headed thing on me, but just say he was a great guy. You know, we ended up having, like, really good chats throughout the night. And we're the same age. And, you know, we got the sort of same reference points, like Systems of a Down and Trivium and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And he's in a band as well. And he gave his take to Clint and and all that and uh and and yeah we just we just kind of you know it was great you know it was kind of like we didn't record it or anything of course that would be weird <laughs> if I was just like strapped up doing a simulcast or something but but no it, it was fantastic fantastic chat to them and then they left and then they went upstairs to get ready for the gig so we went up there as well and you know we were kind of late so we were right at the back kind of thing and it was fucking rammed well it was sold out i mean it was sold out we had the guest passes guest tickets i should say not passes but it was completely sold out you know it's probably like 300 people in there and you know i was saying this to josh actually i was naively i would have assumed oh god it's metal like a podcast thing so obviously it's going to be all like you know the truths of that and people are going to be shouting paul and all this and it wasn't it was like just country fans you know, it was like mostly kind of women and their boyfriends, stuff like that. And I'm not saying they're derogatory, but it just that's that's what it was, you know. Um, and they were just singing every fucking word, like they were just engaged so deeply, and it was such a good show, and it was so cool to see Clint and Ethan doing their thing. Really, Clint on the left, I think he's the band leader. You know, he's rocking all the leads, and then Ethan was on the right hand side. And then you had the drummer Parker, who I got to chat to, who was a really cool guy as well. Um, you know, we talked about grime and stuff like that, and um, back rap and whatever and peanut butter and jelly tasting awful i stand by this americans i'm sorry it does taste awful and um all that other stuff and the bass player as well is really cool guys tall guy young guy um and she was excellent you know she was really really good you know she's tiny and she's kind of just commands like just has such a beautiful voice um the songs are hooky as hell and warm and sweet but still with a little bit of you know grit in the caramel um she reminds me a little bit like a Cheryl Crow kind of Loretta Lynn sort of thing like I need to listen to more of her album but like the songs were just going down and it was one of those things where they play the first chord of a track or introduce a track and everyone would cheer everyone's in it everyone's singing the bridge you know what I mean people are just there and like Ethan was saying to me actually before the show like outside the show they were getting recognized Ethan and Clint but not because of fucking Metal Your Podcast or because are you the guys that know Tom Quee it was more just like fucking you know Morgan Wade it, they were attached to Morgan Wade and, and, and Morgan Wade is 
really going places like you know and that gig was clear and she was just a hit and she was charming as well when she was chatting and stuff like that and it all just came together marvelously like it was such a phenomenal show and the set list as well hang on i got the set list up here because it is a few covers in the mix so they sort of open with a tape of like hell's bells into running with the devil into won't back down into cashmere sort of thing and then they open with a few of her songs did a miley cyrus cover um, the song called Take Me Away that I really like. That's a really good song of hers. Uh, they did a Suspicious Minds cover as well, wildly, like a kind of rocked up version of that, which was great. And then some like Outfield, Rick Springfield, like they played Your Love by The Outfield, which is a song that I have loved ever since I watched Adventureland, um, which is Greg Mottler's, I guess it's his follow up, I guess, to Superbad. It's not like, you know, it's kind of a spiritual sequel, even though it takes place before that. But that's a huge movie for me. That soundtrack introduced me to Husker Du and The Replacements and Don't Change by In Excess, which is like pr- probably the only song of theirs that I think is genius or whatever. It's not, you know, my sort of band. But um, Your Love is on there, who are a British power pop band of the 80s. I know that sounds a bit. Um, Sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? But yeah, they are. And they murdered that, and I was going crazy on that. And then she did a solo song as well. And then she ended with, like, her big song, her big single, Wilder Days, which everyone was singing. That's an awesome tune. That is an awesome tune. The lilt of that melody, the way it carries. I was saying to my girlfriend as well, like, I love the sentiment of the song. The idea being basically that it's someone younger getting with someone older who used to have wilder days, you know, who used to smoke and drink wildly and now is a bit tamer. And them kind of envisioning, you know, and wishing they knew them then kind of thing. Being grateful that they know them now but also the past being part of the present. And I just think really good songwriting, really great song as well. Like, you know, and it's just like, again, I just want to echo what I said earlier. It's so cool that Clint and Ethan are on board with someone who is just, you know, terrific. And they add so much to the package as well. So, you know, the gig was amazing. Like, people were having a ball. Like, it really was great. Like, it was so cool to see in front of me. Like, because we were right at the back, so I could see a lot of heads and whatever. And I'm a taller guy. But it's like, I was seeing so many people just dancing and grooving and singing. And like, you know, she was just striking such a chord with the room. You know, it was it was a great gig. It was a really great gig. So afterwards, you know, I'm thinking, oh, let's get on the tour bus. You know, let's get a little debauched. I know they've got to go. But they weren't in a tour, but they were just in like a kind of a small kind of transit white van. So we were waiting outside, myself, my girlfriend and Josh. And there's a few other people waiting outside as well. I think they saw that we were waiting outside, so they assumed that we had the insider info, which which I guess we kind of did. I mean, I knew that the van was, you know, going there and that sort of stuff. So, you know, we were there, we were waiting. Um, there was like s- signature hunters there as well, like some dude who was saying that the gig was really good and the support was really good. I mean, we missed the support, but I'm sure it was really good. There was a mother and daughter as well who loved Morgan Wade. I think the daughter was only like 16, and the, they were both really, really nice. And the mother was like a giant Brian Adams fan. She's seen him a hundred times or whatever. And we were chatting and that sort of stuff. But unfortunately, um, you know, they took a little while to come out because they were loading all their own gear and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, they eventually departed and we were just kind of waiting. And then eventually Clint and Ethan came out with the rest of the band and there were fewer people there sort of saying hello and stuff. And, you know, that was great as well. And they were riding all their stuff into the van. And um, and yeah, that was pretty much it. That was that was goodbye. You know, we, we had our hugs. We said our farewells. And one of the things that I said to Ethan, and I think they're definitely hopefully they're going to do this next time. But I'm going to be spearheading this and let me know if you think this is a good idea. And please, let's just, you know, let, let's build and build this. Because I was saying to them, I was like, you guys have such a giant fan base in terms of podcasting and, and such goodwill as well. And I have a smaller one, but, you know, we're in the same wellspring. So maybe I can help to generate as well. I was saying, next time you come to London, or, you know, whatever, Manchester, but let's say London, because that's kind of the main hub, 
And they are definitely coming back the way. And they'll be going to be playing bigger rooms as well, I imagine, next year at this point. I said, next time you come, let's do a live podcast. Let's do Metal Your Podcast live. Like, you know, because as you guys know, I'm a huge battle rap head. I know a lot of these rooms. Um, for instance, I'm thinking like the Fiddler's Elbow in Camden, which is like a 110 person room with chairs, something like that. Like, you know, we could charge a little bit of money, set up a really basic kind of desk or whatever. And I mean, I don't know what the topic would be, but even just like them live and, you know, maybe myself as well. But like them live, maybe I'll introduce it. Um, you know, I think that'd be great. And, you know, it'd just be something to do because they have their get togethers and their, you know, their fan meetups and stuff. They've been doing that for years now over in Nashville. But I think, um, you know, the UK cohort, the European side of it would be fantastic as well. And uh, yeah, then from there, they just kind of went off into the night. And it was quite funny, actually, because I got an insight into the, I don't want to say drudgery, but like the reality of touring, really. Said goodbye to Clint. Clint got into the sort of cramped white transit. And the last thing I heard just as the door was slamming was, I think he was saying to the drummer or something like, the drummer was like, do you want the window? And Clint was like, no, I'll have it tomorrow or something like that. And I was like, damn, you know, but that's the rock show. So yeah, beyond that, me and my girlfriend went off into the night. Got really pissed, did some karaoke, standard sort of thing, pulled ourselves back to Manchester. I had my Ben Folds autobiography that I was kind of half-heartedly reading, but trying to grab some sleep as well. And uh, and yeah, that's the end. Like, I know this is very, very meta, uh, as I said at the beginning, you know, one podcast host talking about him meeting another one. But I know a lot of you guys will want to hear this. And to be honest with you, I'm being a little self-serving here because... I know in like five, ten years, this will be fun to listen back to. You know, this is like an audio diary for me, if anything else. Um, what about the future of Alf Metallica, though? I mean, to be honest, there isn't really one. What I've been doing for the last year or so, I mean, it's been a bit longer than that since I finished the show. I mean, I've had a project called The Royal Ramble. I'm obsessed with a British BBC TV sitcom called The Royal Family, which you might be aware of, that ran from like 1998 to 2001, and then had a few sequels after that, a few specials. So I've been doing that solo. I'm now up to the third season, the fourth episode, where I just go through the episode on my own, pick through the script, talk about the characters, the themes. I mean, look, if you've never heard of The Royal Family, check it out. To me, it's a masterpiece up there with Kill 'Em All. <laughs> you know, it's one of those sort of things. So I've been doing that like extracurricularly, but I will say I have been doing podcasts on a professional capacity as well. Nothing's out at the moment, but I've basically been working with a record label, um, doing some mini series for them that are going to be coming out soon. Um, there's a Beatles documentary coming out. Well, it's already out, but it's going to be released in certain territories. And I've been doing a podcast about that, interviewing like the director of that and the writers of that and stuff like that. It's been really exciting and the sort of archivists. And also I've been for this label interviewing bands that are on their label as well and doing like their kind of histories and stuff like that. So lots of cool stuff so essentially what that means is along with like a new job and whatever else that I just haven't really had time to do the Metallica thing and I don't really know what I would do really I mean I was thinking about doing the whole you know the whole black album covers thing going song by song and maybe I at least owe it to you and to myself you know I'm such a instrumental guy at heart to do portals you know and maybe we're just some of my favorite guests or whatever maybe at Clinton Ethan on for one of them as well or you know something like that we'll, we'll definitely do something in the future and um you know I'm so proud of Alf Metallica like you know I really really love doing this show and you know all the guests and all the content and all the work that went into it and you know it's just yeah it brings me a lot of happiness looking back and um 
it's how I met Clinton Ethan as well and you know how it led to that night and I'm sure we'll meet again and you know hopefully I'll meet loads of you guys as well if we do like a meetup in London or something which I'm definitely like I'm on that like that is happening and I'm sure a lot of you listening in London or whatever or in the UK just like yes you know I'm sure a lot of you come down for it as well we could all go to Morgan Wade and whatever so yeah anyway this has been Tom. I've been rambling for almost 25 minutes now. I thought it was only take about five minutes because I had like uh, a link for Metallica news here that I was going to go through. But now I'm just like, well, there's no real point. Let's just let's just keep it on topic. So. Uh, so, yeah, that's what happened when Harry met Sally, when Tom met Clinton and Ethan. And uh, yeah, go check out the music of Morgan Wade because she's fantastic. Go check out Metal Your Podcast. Uh, go on their socials and you'll see a photo of us guys and a brief video. Uh, hit at Metallica Pod as well on the Twitter because I'll post it. Like, I've got a video or two of them performing as well that I still haven't put up there that I'll definitely put up there soon. Um, go back through the archive as well. I mean, we've got all the compilations. So if you just want to hear three hours of Master of Puppets chat or whatever with the intros and outros cut out, it's just the songs being talked about. Like, I don't blame you. <laughs> you know, go seek that stuff out. But as ever, this has been Tom. Alf Metallica, love you guys. Speak soon. Shout out again to Clinton Ethan. This has been oh man, what 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 an orgy of love this has been. But uh, yeah, can't blame me, can I? <laughs>